What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Sublime Time. Uh, I want to give you a stock market update. Uh, today's date 9, the 20th. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the whole market was red. I mean, good God. It pretty much took a lot of stocks down, uh, especially with AMC and GME. And you're talking about a community <clears throat> behind that that's pretty much big out there. But... I mean, we can check it out real quick. Um, AMC, <clears throat> I mean, just from last week, it was a high of 52.79. And I mean, they pretty much got it all the way down to the 38.45. Uh, I think it closed around the the 40. So I think it will close around 40.29. And <clears throat> still pretty much down their ways. Um, but... I mean, you're also talking about GME as well. Uh, GME was still going down all the way to the low of 184, closed at 192.20. So <clears throat> I know GME didn't have that much of a red day down, but AMC did take a pretty good beating. It goes down 10% before it started coming back up. Um, <clears throat> but let's talk about um, IRNT. Uh, this stock did well today, up 10%. Um, closed at 33.34 and I want to say it opened around the 30 um, <clears throat> just pulling up the Ortex numbers on it uh, just current right now uh, we're still looking at 100% utilization current SI percentage of free float is 17.72 so it's still going up <clears throat> uh, shares on loan is 659,000 that went up I think Friday was at 630 six if i remember right or 626 um <clears throat> but again the cost of borrow average i mean even the minimum but the average to cost to borrow on the shares is 778 percent yeah it did go down from i think friday or thursday it was at a thousand but that was your average your cost to borrow max right now currently is at a thousand uh 1.05 k uh, percentage as to the cost of our average right now is 778.56%. So <clears throat> that's still high. Um, as for iBorrowDesk, you're st still talking about this thing has iBorrowDesk hasn't even updated on IRNT. Uh, like I said, they're usually good at updating it when shares are available. The last time shares were available on, were 9 to 14. So I'd say last Wednesday or Tuesday at 544% and there was only 100 shares. So every time new buyers come in, um, they're immediately borrowing those shares because they need a, the shorters need to keep this stock down. But I mean, as new buying pressure starts to come in, it's starting to get ridiculous to the point where as soon as shares come available, they're going to pretty much take them. Um, <clears throat> looking at the charts on IRNT, uh, just doing the one hour, 20 day, um, it, it made a cup, uh, I want to say two weeks, two weeks ago, uh, let's say last We'll go up to the last, the following Thursday, uh, following past Thursday, um, it it ran up, I think, from the nines up to the nine. Well, let's see, let's it went up to the thirty sixes, came all the way back down about that Tuesday to Wednesday, <clears throat> about the eighteen, and that whole week of last week just kind of consolidated around the eighteen to seventeen, um, and then had that huge run up last Wednesday. Uh, started going up and then hit the high of $60.20 and then started coming right back down, um, which we kind of knew it would. Uh, people taking profits. Um, 
you know, uh, and while people are taking profits, shorters are actually attacking it at the exact same time to drop the price down more. So, but <clears throat> looking at the chart, it filled the cup. It made a cup. Basically, you got the cup and now from last Thursday and Friday, it started going down and now it's building the handle. <clears throat> um, it's starting to go back up. So I'm predicting either between Wednesday or Thursday, you can see another run up. I want to say at least to the 40s for sure. Um, or, you know, slowly grind up to the 40s <clears throat> before that cup, uh, that handle gets filled. And then you'll have another run up up, uh, especially with increasing buying pressure coming and no shares available um, as of right now, because more more buyers, they're taking up the shares every time new people buy. So, um, so yeah, <clears throat> you can definitely see the cup. Uh, it made the cup and then now it's filling out the handle. So I'm thinking by, again, either this Thursday, it could be sooner, I don't know, but I, I'm predicting because you want that cup to kind of go out a little bit of ways be, or that handle to go out a little bit of ways, kind of like the cup did. So you can make a perfect cup and handle and start having that momentum pressure going up. And again, the more people come, the more they try to grab the shares, the more the, the borrow, um, <clears throat> cost of borrow is going to go right back up. And you're still at 777 or 78%. And that's still a lot. Um, so this is definitely going to be a stock to look into. Um, I did call that gap fill because uh, I know we had a run up from the 29s. I think it closed 28 to 29. Um, and then it ran all the way back up to the, I think the next day it opened up in the 40s, something like that. <clears throat> but there was that gap because it was in the pre, uh, after hours in the pre in the um, pre-market so when you open up when you close at the 29s and you open up in the 40s there's that gap there in the regular market hours and that's what you that's what i kind of called out on twitter um <clears throat> and i've also called it out on my other episode of the podcast and it went right back down to fill that gap fill about the 20 i think the lowest was 27.62 um today um but I was waiting for that 28 to 29 level to come down. So I got back in because, again, like I said um, before, I took profits. Um, these are swing trades. Um, I advise other people to do what they want. Um, you guys can diamond hand. But, again, um, I'm just looking to make profit. Um, this is the stock market. Um, again, you need to build a big community around IRNT. Is it possible that a big community can start? Uh, sure. Um, but, again... To get it talking like AMC and Jimmy, it's gonna it's gonna be a while. So <clears throat> as of right now, you know, I played it as a swing trade play. I bought in at the twenties, um, you know, I sold up at the fifties, and then I waited back. I'm waiting back down for that gap fill, which it did happen today. Um, confirmed it for me, and because it went down to the twenty-seven, and then you close up at the thirty-threes, um, so you have strong support there. So I did get back into the twenty-nines. Um, because again, it's filling out that handle and we're hoping that handle doesn't break. <clears throat> so you want to see a retra uh, retracement, um, probably tomorrow, you'll probably end up seeing another 20, 29 to 28 bounce. Um, maybe even the thirties. Um, and then again, if it's consolidating about that air, uh, area, a lot of, there's a lot of support there. So, and then, you know, that's why I'm predicting either that Thursday, you know, it'll start to finish that handle going up and you'll start to see that momentum going to the 40s and 45s. And again, there's a lot of buying pressure. So um, I'm definitely back into IRNT. Um, it's just the numbers are so good that it's hard to kind of pass up. Um, going into ATER, 
uh, this one did wonderful as well today too. Um, <clears throat> it did go up like I think it was like 15 percent. Um, it hit a high of 1339. Uh, I think it closed at closed at 1173. So you're still up six percent. So this is definitely a good one. Um, it didn't get affected that much from the from the market today. But again, the market was super down. So I mean, you're talking about these two stocks that at least kept, you know, the buying pressure was there. So these were definitely going up. <clears throat> so as for ATER, let's pull up the Ortex numbers. So again, um, ATER, uh, I don't want to really call it a cup. Uh, because I know two weeks ago, I think the highest was at the nine, nine forty nine era, um, area. Um, but for ATER, that's where I called the gap fill on the way back. Um, it had a gap fill between the $8 mark and the $18 mark. So you see two weeks ago, it hit up towards the nine. <clears throat> so it filled that gap, that gap fill back up. And then it also filled that gap filled back up at the 18 mark when it hit the high of 1993. Um, and it did go back, back down. But again, uh, ATER previously, it was always trading at the $7 to $8 mark. So right now you're holding, you know, that 10, that 1050 mark and then that 1175. Um, so it closed a little bit below that 1175 uh, support level, but that's holding right there. So, um, yeah, I had a great day today. Hit up to 13, so there's definitely a lot of buying pressure there. Uh, ATER is definitely looking bullish for the upcoming uh, week. Um, so we're going to talk about the current SI percentage. I mean, you're at 64.88%. Um, your cost of borrow average is 212.95%. The max is 259. Your utilization came back up to at 99.78, and then shares on loan is 16.25 million. So Again, um, <clears throat> ATER, the cost of our average has gone back up. I know last week, I think it was Friday, it was like in the hundreds. Uh, now it's at the 212s. And then your current SI percentage is also going, increasing too. So that's definitely positive signs. Um, buy momentum pressure is coming back. Uh, as of iBorrow Desk, um, I want to say as of Friday, the percentage rate was at 97.7% with 300 shares available. Um, so, oh, sorry, that's uh, today's date, 9.20. So uh, it was at 100% today, I think. Uh, oh, no. So today was at 97.7%. And again, you can go into our eyeball desk yourself and, and confirm these numbers. Um, today, you know, they only had 300 shares available as of right now uh, at 97.7%. But again, um, they try to update as much as possible for eyeball desk. So 300 shares available is, is pretty much nothing. Um, that means they're borrowing pretty much. You got 16, what did I say? 16.25 million. So they got pretty much all those shares borrowing right now. Just to try to keep the, <clears throat> you know, the, the buying pressure from going super insane on ATER. So um, definitely ATER is going to look positive during this week. Um, and then moving into the stock that I'm very curious and keeping my eye on. Um, and I'm in it right now, but you know, I'm not saying for other people to go in it, 
Um, the only reason why I'm in it now, because again, <clears throat> if you look two weeks ago, even three weeks ago, yeah, just say three weeks ago. I mean, there was no volume to uh, stock ticker AEI, uh, all set eHome International. Uh, definitely no volume. Um, hit the low of 165. Um, but you're talking about now it's on a climb up. It did have a red day today, uh, down 21.31%. Um, again, the whole market got hit. So shorts took advantage. But that's the thing. There's volume picking up on this stock. And uh, <clears throat> the reason why I like this stock is because, again, like ATER, I'm looking for those gap fill plays. There's a gap fill at the $6 mark and then the $9 mark. So once it hits up to the six, I'm waiting for it to hit back up to the nine. Um, and then I'll probably end up um, exiting my position. And then it also depends, you know, if there's more buying pressure, volume keeps increasing. I might stay in a little bit longer. You know, I'll take my original investment out, keep some shares and keep it going. Um, again, that's kind of my strategy. Um, you know, whether you want a diamond hand or paper hand, whatever people want to call it. <clears throat> I'm just looking to take profits. So um, that's, again, what I what the stock market is, is taking profits. So it did open up today about the 288 mark, closed at uh, $2.40. Um, but again, the only reason why I'm very interested in this is because the volume starting to pick right back up. And then you're talking about today um, being as uh, the market being down. Uh, let's put up the Ortex numbers. And also eyeball desk. So again, the reason why I'm looking for looking at AEI and it interests me is because one, again, the gap fills between the $6 range and the $9 range. So I have a feeling this stock will hit up to the nine. Um, will it be quick? No, I don't think it will. Uh, again, it just depends on the on the buying pressure and the volume. Um, again, the volume is increasing. <clears throat> but looking at uh, Ortex numbers, uh, current SI percentage of free float is at 28.02%. And it's up. I mean, I think, again, I can't remember precisely, but I know it was down there. The current SI was like in the five or six, maybe even the eights or nines, um, but you're at 28%. Then your cost of borrow average is at 53.73%. So it's definitely going up your average for to borrow the shares. Um, I think again, it was at like the twenties. So you're at like a 20, almost a 25% change up. And then again, your current utilization right now is 80.52. I wanna say like last week it was, you were talking about utilization only in the, either in the thirties or something like that. And I think Friday was, I want to say Friday was in the 60s and now utilization's at the 80s. And then shares on loan is 3.14 uh, million. So this is definitely a small, definitely a small float. You can check it up on uh, Yahoo Finance. Um, you can see your outstanding shares and then your float percentage as well. And again, these are these are the, the websites that are free that I, I like to use. Um, and then go into iBorrowDesk. And this is what interests me as well, because last week you were talking about only, I think there was like, if I remember right, it was like 1.8 million shares available to, to borrow. And they brought it all the way down to 250,000. And then now 
now towards the end of the close, there's only 400,000 um, shares available at a rate of 46% per, uh, fee. So the fee's been going up. And then that just shows that they're borrowing more shares uh, to lower the price. And they did lower the price um, by 50 cents, I want to say, <clears throat> um, from last Friday. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm more looking for this for a gap play up to the six and nine dollar range again just like ater did and also stating that you know the volume is starting to pick up pick back up and then it shows too because now they're they're actually borrowing more shares and the fees going up so that just that kind of just confirms it that the volume is coming back and that the shorts don't want this to get crazy like ater did um but again, I'm putting out that information because this is what I see and this is just my swing play. Again, I'm not looking to to diamond hand it or whatever you want to call it and hold it for so long, you know. I want to I want to be able to see that $6 gap fill, you know, take my profit, some profits and then hold um some shares up to that $9 um gap fill again. So, this is definitely one to to look at and this is just what I've been uh more interested in. Um <clears throat> so definitely AEI is the one I like, but again, you guys do your homework. Um, I just see, you know, again, that I'm looking for that gap fill play. And then I know last week I mentioned CNF. Um, it's a Chinese fi finance real, real estate holding. Um, I know China's taking a hit right now, so I'm still waiting to see if I want to get back into this one. Um, I did sell, like, I only made, like, I want to say 20 cents of profit on this one only because, you know, the news is coming back about China um, taking a hit and stuff like that. And uh, that kind of worries me. You know, sometimes the bad press can can definitely take a hit. Um, yeah, so it did come down to the 494 mark. And again, just because, you know, that 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 press, you know, that negative press and that's what's going to help drive that price down. So. Um, as for AEI, it didn't have any press or anything like that. <clears throat> Again, I just see the numbers and volume coming back up. As for CNF, I'm going to still watch this, but I'm currently not in it because I'm still weary about, you know, the, the market of, of China and stuff like that. But that will be on a back burner for sure. Um, but I can give you the Ortex number for it for people that want to know. Um, just in case they do want to go into it or, you know, they see something different. Um, at least you got that that numbers. At least you have the numbers and, and the information, um, you know, going forward to see what you want to do with it. Um, like I said, as of right now, I'm just backing out because of the, the bad news pre uh, press and stuff like that. So <clears throat> as for the Ortex number, and this is this is why it interests me is because of the Ortex numbers, uh, mo mainly because of the cost of our average. Um, but your current SI percentage of free flow, you're only at 0.117% or 17%. Um, but your utilization's at 100. Um, shares on loan is 108,000. Uh, yeah, 108,000. So again, this is definitely a low float stock. Um, you can check on Yahoo Finance again, outstanding shares and the float. Um, but again, this is what kind of interests me is the cost of bar average. Your cost of bar average is 324.56%. So that's basically your minimum your average and your max so that's where it's at right now um this is why it interests me but again you know the press having that bad press kind of 
it's kind of weird, you know what I mean? Because you don't know if people, even um, retail holders or institutions are going to pull out. You don't want to be left holding the bag. So this is why I kind of stay out right now because all that negative press on on what's happening. But <clears throat> as for iBorrow Desk, your fee is at uh, 155.6% with 150000 available shares to borrow as of right now, 9 to 20th. So again, this is for me a back burner. I'm going to hold this. I'll, I'll definitely keep my eye on it as the weeks, as the days go by, even a week or so, um, until we can see some positive news about China and stuff like that. Because again, uh, CNF runs off of, um, it's a Chinese real estate uh, uh, stock. So um, just depending on the on the press and stuff like that. But other than that, um, this is pretty much all I got. Um, again, want to kind of hopefully kept it short, simple, sweet. Um, again, just a red day today. Uh, there's not really much you can do about it. Um, because it's going to take a lot of people to, to, to try to hold the market back up and stuff like that. Um, but again, IRNT and ATER did great today. Uh, they were definitely in the positive. Um, again, AEI did take a major hit, but again, I'm only looking for it as a swing trade play. Um, you know, those gap fills up to the six and nine. And again, this is just my strategy. Um, you know, everybody can come up with their own strategy or, you know, use my strategy as well. Again, um, some people will exit earlier than me. Some people will exit later than me. But the whole point is to make sure you take your profits. And again, <clears throat> the only reason why I'm in AEI is because I'm looking for those gap fills back up to the $6 and the $9 range like ATER did. And um, again, the volume did pick back up. And uh, shares are, are being actually, you know, borrowed right now, a ton of them. So they definitely wanted to take a hit on it. And they did. They took advantage of the red market and they took they pretty much shorted it down. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got. Um, I start work tomorrow, so I'll be up early in the morning trying to trying to give you guys uh, Ortex updates on these stocks. And then, you know, I'll, I'll be at work, but I'll definitely be watching, uh, you know, the market um, on my phone and stuff like that. And then hopefully tomorrow, you know, when I get off work and stuff and market close, um, I can give you another update and just kind of what I see, you know, just number changes and stuff like that. So I hope everybody has a great day and hopefully, you know, the, the whole this whole week becomes positive for us and we start making some money. So. All right. Talk to you guys later.